There are shows in this world that we will never fully understand, understand, except Ghost Adventures. We have watched every episode to build our obsession, our fandom. Watching alongside each other because no one we know really gives a damn, gives a damn. Watching Zach and crew catch groundbreaking proof of the paranormal, inspiring us to explore our own interest in other excited i'm really pumped hey it's leah and it's bethany <laughs> and uh we are here for part four of our east side haunting and yeah i think when we initially kind of outlined this we didn't think we'd get it past part three yeah. but here we are <laughs> and i am pumped oh uh, <laughs> i feel heavy <laughs> like i'm tired i'm like because <sighs> this one this one was a wild one. Okay. So this one's mostly mine. <laughs> it's all you, girl. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe that's why I feel so heavy <laughs> holding this one alone. Ugh. So this one starts, like, the big incidences start in September of 2019. And that's where I mark the start of it. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was September because It Chapter 2 had just come out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, It was a big deal. Yeah, it was, like, the night that... Like the midnight premieres and stuff were happening. Like it was that night because I remember I called some friends. Um, so it's like I don't know, like one or two in the morning. It's really late slash early, you know. And I'm playing on my phone in my room. And if you've listened to um, the East Side Haunting stories, I'm not in the room with like this creepy people in the attic and stuff. But I'm in the room that Leah said she felt that closet was kind of creepy because it's attached to that. To that room with the closet, yeah. Um, And that's kind of where it starts. I'm playing on my phone. Um, I'm kind of facing the closet a little bit. I'm on my bed. And I notice my cat is, like, staring at the closet. And she starts, like, meowing. She's like, Mm -hmm. meow. (laughs) And I look at her, and I'm like, hell no, Budsy. Like, what are you meowing at? What's going on? And then she kind of, like, looks at me and then looks at the closet, and her ears pop up, and she's going wild. And then it, like, the closet door starts to, like, move. Like, someone's inside the closet trying to push it open. And I hear it kind of creak a little bit. In my closet, it's a weird thing because it doesn't have a knob. (laughs) And this house is so old, it kind of, like, the door is slanted. So, like, you have to, like, really jab it in, you know, into the frame. And it, it sounded like someone was pushing out of it. So I'm looking, and then boof, just whoosh, something pushes the door open with, like, full force, like a hardcore force, and just, like, whoosh, out of it. And then Bubsy goes crazy, (laughs) (laughs) and she, it looks like she sees something, and she's looking at it, and it goes across the room, on the floor, under the bed. Oh, of course. Yeah. Where all evil things go to get you. Yeah. (laughs) And, and this is all happening, like, super fast, right? And when that door is opening, or, like, it, it, it booshed open. Booshed, whatever. That's what I did. <laughs> no, uh, when it pushed open, my immediate response was, Oh, hell no! <laughs> like, I 
I seriously started yelling at like the top of my lungs. I was like, you need to get the fuck out of here. This is my house. No, no, no. You can't have me. <laughs> no, no, no. And, you know, I don't know. I, I think I was just trying. It's so dumb, like, looking back, because I'm like, I'm trying not to feed it fear. <laughs> but I'm, like, so terrified and feeding it straight up fear. Yeah. Um, so I'm yelling at it, whatever, and then Bubsy sees it goes into the bed, and then everything's just kind of calm for a minute, and I, like, try to calm down. And this is why I remember that it was it was in September, because I ended up calling two of my friends. The first one I called was my friend Jill, because I was like, if anybody's awake at this hour, it's going to be <laughs> this bitch right here. Because she's a night owl. And she doesn't answer. And I was like, okay, well, who else would be open at this time? So I call my friend Wade. And he answers. And I'm like, dude, there's a fucking ghost in my room right now. I'm freaking out, you know. And I was like, I just need you to, like, talk to me so I know that I'm not alone. And then I'm like, all right, dude. <laughs> I'm going to close the closet. <laughs> so that means I have to get out of my bed. And I was like, be ready. If I die, call 911. <laughs> and he's here like, oh, geez. No, no. <laughs> so anyways, I get up. I, I look in the closet, you know, and then I close it. And that was it. And that was really like, I feel like the kickoff. Yeah. So that happens. Um, and then for a couple months, I just feel like, Super creeped out in the house. Mm -hmm. And as we've said before, like, we were never really scared of that house. Like, but this time, I kind of was. Like, I had never had anything. Like, I felt like it was coming for me. Yeah. I felt like I was being picked on. I felt like something was trying to mess with me. And there were moments, like, multiple times where, like, I would turn everything off in the house and, you know, getting ready to go to bed. And I would turn all the lights off. And if you're in the kitchen, you know, you turn everything off and then you go down the hallway and I have, I feel like I have pretty good night vision. Like uh -huh. when I turn off everything, I can still see, see yeah. like the shapes or outlines of things yeah. or whatever. And I could make my way to my room just fine. <laughs> I could walk through that house with my eyes closed, you know? Right. But I would turn everything off and I would start walking down the hallway and I would feel like someone was watching me. Like I just felt that someone was behind me. And that really freaked me out. But I think the creepiest thing was that when I turned everything off, it was super dark, like yeah. unnaturally dark, like so dark that I couldn't even like see my hand in front of my face because yeah. I would reach my hand out to push my door open and I could not see my hand. And that freaked me out. Because I was like, oh, fuck, what if I touch something? <laughs> what am I getting into? And that was for a few months that that would happen kind of randomly. Then January rolls around, and that's when shit hit the fucking fan. <laughs> and this is where I remember kind of getting Not involved, involved hardcore, because I was actually away on a business trip. I was mm -hmm. living in North Carolina for the whole month of January, yeah. so... I remember you calling me with what you're about to share, I imagine. It was <laughs> yeah. trippy. It was so crazy. So it's late at night again, probably like, I think it was like 10 o'clock. Yeah, I think I have a timestamp for this one because I took pictures. Um, <laughs> it's like 10 something. I just washed the dishes. I'm in the living room doing my thing, watching TV with the cat. And then, of course, it always starts with Budsy, man. She like <laughs> looks into the kitchen and we hear some hustle bustle and shit. And then, <sighs> explosion you know like 
I hear glass shatter and it is so loud and I was like what the fuck man like I was just like so over it I was like damn it (laughs) you know I eventually get up (laughs) I slowly get up (laughs) because I'm looking into the kitchen like what am I gonna see I get up and I go over there and I notice my favorite brand new (laughs) Pyrex that I just bought in October it was a brand new Halloween Pyrex (laughs) seven cups And they had like little black cats and pumpkins on it. It was really cute. <laughs> and it was shattered. It was shattered to pieces. And it was so strange because I had finished washing it. Like I said, I, would, I did dishes. And I set it down to dry out on our countertop. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like it was extremely hot, so hot it exploded right. or anything. Like it was, it was cool. Yeah. And it wasn't pushed off the counter. Nothing landed on it. It just broke. Yeah. Just exploded. Like, I don't know how to explain how it exploded. And it freaked me out so much. Like, I took pictures of it, and I texted Dad, because Dad was in his room at the time. And I was, and, and I have the text. <laughs> but I texted him, I was like, you need to tell the ghost, it ain't welcome here. It just broke my favorite Pyrex. <laughs> I'm tired of its bullshit. Like, I was like, fuck this thing. And I was like, I'm burning Palo Santo tonight. <laughs> And, and I start to kind of get mad again. And I'm yeah. like, fuck you. Fuck off. You need to stop. Like, yeah. st- this is my house. And you can't have me or this house. Like, just fuck off. And I was giving off some really nasty shit. Like, I was just mad, you know? And um, I clean up the mess. And I turn around. And in the kitchen, there's, like, a little island. And then there's an island in, like, the sink. So it creates kind of, like, this little... I don't know, like a this, walkway yeah, almost. Yeah. almost. So I kind of walk through there and then I start getting really dizzy. And that's when I get that weird tunnel visual thing again that I got uh, at the Round Rock house. Okay. So I start to kind of black out a little bit. And again, I'm leaning on the counter because I feel like I'm going to faint. I feel yeah. like I'm going to fall over. And I'm leaning on the counter, and I'm like, no, fuck you. <laughs> fuck off. The body of Christ compels you. <laughs> I'm like, this is my vessel. <laughs> this is my meat suit. You can't have it. <laughs> so, and that was pretty much the end of that night. <laughs> so, this triggers me into reaching out to our cousin, who has a friend that is super in tune she's like a medium um so I reach out to her and I'm like can she please come over and walk the house like I need some freaking validation here and unfortunately she's not able to walk the house or anything she's super busy but she does agree to like meditate and like zone in on the house Mm -hmm. like connect to the house and so our cousin texts me that night after her friend had zoned into the house and she pretty much validates, like, everything that happened to me. She says, yes, there is something in the house. She said, immediately, when I tuned into the house, I immediately felt its presence. She said, it is old. It's older than the house itself. It came with the land. Oh, man. So, yeah. And, and I told, I remember telling my cousin, like, I was like, dude, I feel like, I feel like it's old. I told her that. I was like, I feel like it might not be something that's attached to the house. I think it might be something else. So that was cool to be validated there. But the the thing that really um, freaked me out was that 
um, my cousin had texted me what she said, and this is what she said. I'm going to pull up the text uh, right here because I still have them. <laughs> yes. So the woman said, um, this ghost is knocking glass over in your face to get your attention because it wants you to see what's up. Mm. And I'm like, how the hell did she know that it exploded glass in my face? Right. Because I did not tell this woman. We did not tell this woman anything but that I was having troubles in the house and I really wanted someone to tune in. And I, and I told uh, her that, like, I felt like I was being attacked. I felt like I was being picked on. Something was trying to get me. But she assured me that that was not the case. She said that it was pretty much getting pissed at me because I was being so angry at it that it was, it was kind of, like, building this, this energy. Yeah. And it was just kind of, like, trying to shake me, almost like, wake up, you know? <laughs> and um, she said that something in the house had been done that needed to be undone, that the balance of the house was off. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know what the fuck anyone did. I don't know what I did or, or dad did or anyone did because I felt like it just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, the woman uh, texted us. It says, um, it's just trying to get her attention. It may seem as though it's trying to, quote, get her, but it's actually trying to protect her and find something. It's not happy. Yeah, I can remember you sharing that with me. And I was in office <laughs> and, like, standing in a, a vacant hallway and you're reading me these text messages. And I remember being like, what does it want? What does yeah. it need? We got to figure this out. Like, start, you know, get on dad, ask all the questions. Yeah. Like, we need to figure out what this thing wants yeah. and needs because this is insane. Yeah, so I found the text where she said, Quote, things are not harmonious and are out of balance in her house, and they want balance back, meaning whatever was done needs to be undone. And then she kind of gave me advice on, like, what to do because, you know, obviously I didn't know what the hell to do. <laughs> <laughs> and it, uh, she said that all she needs to do is acknowledge it, that she's aware that it's been trying to get her attention. She can also ask it to stop doing whatever it does. And so I was advised to get some Archangel Michael candles, which are badass, by the way. <laughs> highly, highly recommended product. <laughs> they have, like, the little prayer on the back and everything. Always light it with good intentions. Always. Um, so that's what I did. Um, I acknowledged it. I was like, shit, man. I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know what to do. Obviously, I was scared. And I did talk to it, you know, uh, out loud and mentally multiple times. And I still do to this day. I'm like... I'm sorry that I fucked up. I don't know what's wrong or what you want from us. I hope we can, like, fix it. And and I just told it, like, thank you. I was like, thank you so much for looking out for us. I really appreciate that. Got all sentimental and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then I felt a lot better. I got the candles, like, the next day. <laughs> and I've been lighting them ever since. Yeah. And that was in January. So it's been seven months that I have continuously lit Archangel Michael candles, guardian angel candles, and La Virgen, <laughs> as always. Uh, and I have usually one to, to two of them going pretty much at all times. At all times, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so now the hallway's not so dark because the candle's on, and where I put it is kind of at the center of the front room, and, and it illuminates, like, the front room, the kitchen, and the hallway. So it's nice, you know, I feel protected. Yeah. I definitely do still feel stuff in the house. I still see, or, I mean, sorry, Bubsy still sees stuff in the house. Like, yeah. I'll see her notice something floating around the room. Oh, I hate it, though, 
when she's looking around the room and she's following something with her eyes and then she comes to me <laughs> and she just stares at me like <laughs> and I'm just like oh bitch no. Like, <laughs> please no don't do this to me yeah but again I always just acknowledge it I'm like okay cool if you're if you're good and you like us then we're chill yeah and, and, but I do still like say and do stuff like if you're malicious we don't like you we don't want you here you're not welcome which is another reason I like the mark angel candles because he's fighting like demons right you know right. that's kind of his job he's like this protector who likes to get rid of evil shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah anytime i hear you tell that story i i get freaked out because that's like you said kind of the first time where i think it was almost a threat yeah. in that house yeah. and and very uneasy feeling and uh not a good time yeah no it sucked <laughs> for sure but also it was kind of a nasty time like just in in life like I was working a lot I was going to school all the time I was like 40 hours into two different things I was barely seeing dad at all we were barely talking yeah and when we did interact it wasn't always pretty and I I honestly think that that's a part of the unbalance yeah I think that that's a part of like what it was like not happy about didn't it kind of mention the oppression of dad or uh, the male in the house yeah it it did say I don't I I need to find the text but it did say that it didn't really like dad but he was being oppressive and after that happened and we talked about what had happened like it was the first real conversation we'd had in a really long time yeah that we sat there and talked about everything that had happened and, uh, and after that, I mean, it just felt better. Also, I did a couple of rituals. I did, like, some Palo Santo and walking around the house for, like, a month. I did it, like, every Sunday. Yeah. Like, when I woke up, I would go through every single room <laughs> and be, like, good intentions. And I'd do it around myself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and after a while, even Dad was like, I don't know what you're doing, but it feels good in here. Like, you know? And Dad's an in-tune dude. Yeah, know? he really is. Uh, both of our parents were. But he even made a comment to it that the house just felt lighter and even to this day our interactions are a lot better you know that's good so i think that that was a part of it that it was pissed at i think it's still upset about some things but no i think um that's really if we're gonna end this uh you know series in regards to the hauntings in east austin i think that's kind of the way to do it Um, it's definitely a a creepy experience and poltergeist level stuff with the way things were moving. So, uh, thanks uh, for sharing. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Yeah, that's a creepy stuff. So is it a time to be cleansed? Yeah, I I think I need one. (laughs) Yeah, let's do this. Hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the east. Powers of air and invention. brief yeah yeah (laughs) we hope that you uh enjoyed kind of hearing about uh where we grew up and where we're still at right and our own personal paranormal experiences yeah and there'll be more of these down the road of course uh so thanks for tuning in we'll catch you next time and as always we send you off with love light and some besitos from these two putitos Thank <laughs> you.